What's up, everybody? It's your main man, Bennett, back here and again, as they say. And welcome, everybody, to the All About It podcast, where dreams come true and you do what you do. Uh, the sky is blue. And uh, and with me today is Ariel. Oh, wow. <laughs> Not every poem has to run. That's right. Here I am. How are you doing, my doll of my doll of the face? Dollif? My my doll whip. Be a doll of a daisy. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh wow, you are you are ready. What's the? You're prime. What is the show where it goes America, America? That's America's Funniest Home Videos. That's with the. Oh. Uh, what's his name? Danny Tanner. Oh. Bob Saget. Danny Tanner. That's Bob Saget show. He is savage. In real life. <laughs> oh, yeah. He is. If you're unfamiliar, uh, Bob Saget played Danny Tanner on the hit uh, TV comedy, f- family, family comedy, comedy sitcom. Full House. Mm-hmm. It's about a show where the house had a lot of people in it. Uh, you know, aunts, uncles, all kinds of people were in that house. So it was very full. Uh, very full house. Also had a Mary-Kate Ashley Olsen. Mm-hmm. Probably the biggest. I mean, they had John Stamos, too, but. I think that Mary Kate and Ashley were they really take it. they were they, they take were it. why that show uh-huh. was was uh-huh. was big, you know. So mm. cute. Mm. 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 Well, welcome to the show. <laughs> this is all about it. Wait, you were going to talk about how Bob Saget was savage in real life. Right, he's super savage. I mean, have you seen his stand up? You guys go look up Bob Saget's stand up if you haven't seen it. You will crumble. It's so so His stand up is just brutal. Uh, yeah, brutal. Great word for that. Great word for that. Yes. And by brutal, we mean very nasty. What the frick is going on, Bargles? I feel mm-hmm. like I'm living in a vortex. I feel like things just keep getting weirder and weirder. What happened? I kind of want to talk about what's going on with our building. With our building? Yeah. You mean the building with which we live? Yeah. All right. Do it. They're just redoing stuff all over the place, and... I got noise-canceling headphones, and it really has been helping. <laughs> are you enjoying those? What kind are they? Talk I, about. the Apple ones, the Apple noise-canceling AirPods, I could not recommend something more if you have a hard time focusing at home working, and there's outside noises that you are able to cut out of your life for up to two hours, three hours. Two to three hours? They're so cut great. I can't even tell you. I've... If I didn't get those, who knows if mobile presets would be a thing. Whoa, okay. Okay, yeah, I see. They would be. They would be. <laughs> I love that when Just you put kidding. them on, there's like this whoosh of like the sound going away. Once you put them both in your ears, it's like, and there's a no sound. Very weird. It's so weird. Very cool. So Worth then it. imagine what it's like having music or a podcast on on the inside. You get to just focus and not hear any, you know, weird noises coming from the outside world. Right. Truly noise cancellation. Like banging or scraping or blasting, blasting fire on a roof, um, lots of hammering, you know, you know. Blasting fire on a roof? Yeah, like they did some torching or something. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I just had a different image (laughs) in my head. Anyway, that was uh, a little tangentville, but that's, I feel like that's, it's been taking up a lot of my uh, brain space, thinking about what's going on with all that. Well, it shouldn't go on for too much longer. and Yeah, it's almost over. You know, it's, it's really not that bad. It's not. So, I think that we will prevail. It's not. You, you've had your moments with it. Oh, this is true. This is true. Yeah. I had, uh, I've had many, many uh, low moments. Um, you know, a lot of little minor annoyances minor inconveniences as they say and it's it's like a fly buzzing around your face while you're eating dinner figuratively and literally because they took our screens and we didn't have screens for a while (laughs) during a heat wave so you have the windows open flies come in and you're like get out of my dinner and you eat the fly and shoe fly don't bother me it's like we did not eat a fly maybe did could (laughs) have i've killed a lot of flies listen i'm not i'm sorry to the fly community oh you're so sorry yeah. So sorry to the fly community. The fly out there. advocates. You know the the. Do flies do anything for nature? I'm sure. Really? I don't know. Yeah. They probably eat gnats and stuff, well, right? Well, just that's such a, like a human thing too. Do they do anything for nature? Like they have to do something <laughs> to like exist. Like I'm if, what so are you, you sorry. lazy you know fly? What? Back in the trash. You know 
what? I'm allowed to say that. It's my show, <laughs> and I said so. <laughs> so lots of flies. But it, it, that's not the only thing. It's the screens. It's the flies. It's the, you know, poor communication. I, I personally think that oh, yeah, it's the, bad. the majority of problems that you could ever experience in your life stem from poor communication. Yeah. Poor communication begets every other slippery slope yeah. bad potential. In like, fact, uh, we just got into a little tiff today. I think you got into a tiff. I'm, I'm riding high. You know, yeah. when they go, when, well, they go you know, you. when they go low, you go high. That's <laughs> yeah, what I always whatever. say. So. I have to bring up, we saw some road rage. Was that yesterday? The day before? Road rage is a yesterday, very good topic. I cannot. Some people. Road rage. Road rage. When you, something you don't know you have, but everyone else can see it. So, do you think that people know that they have it? No, I think people, when you witness road rage, what you're really witnessing is rage. Yeah, just general rage. Just rage, but it's on the road. Yeah. It's, you're in a, they're in a car. I saw someone there driving. They're flipping someone off with the left hand and they're smoking a, smoking a vape. Well, it's not smoking. It's, it's vaping. vaping a vape. They're, vape. they're vaping a vape. <laughs> They're verbing the noun. So I have, okay, I just have to paint the picture really quick. <laughs> they're, they're verbing the noun. We're on, good, I felt for I, all our locals, we're on Coast Highway heading south in Carlsbad right before Cannon. And <laughs> there's a truck, a pickup truck in front of us with two, uh, what do you call those kind of bikes? Help me out. We're like dirt bikes. Dirt bikes. Dirt bikes. Something uh, you would take to a place. Something that like, probably makes it sound like a. Right. right. Something you would take to the outskirts of Temecula. Let's something say. with grease. Valley Center. Valley Center. Something with grease. Something with grease. Okay. Sand toys. So that guy's in front of us, a pretty good distance away, I would say. And then there's a car to our right in the other lane, but it's in between us and the truck. And the other car honks its horn, puts the, his middle finger out the window, <laughs> yeah. and takes a puff of his vape. And I'm like, that wasn't to us. We didn't do anything. No. We didn't do anything. We're, we behind, had, we're behind him. We didn't do anything. We had nothing to do. We had nothing. Nothing to do with you, bro. No vape. No bike. Okay? So I'm confused because the guy that flipped off and is vaping to the the truck with the bikes hmm. is like hey bikes hey nice bikes like remember before he was like yelling about it, the bikes yeah out uh, his window just anyway the whole point is that later on he when we had to merge and get in one lane together he kind of aggressively flipped in front of the truck with the bikes and bargles turns to me and says maybe you don't want to mess with someone that has sand toys yeah or that have grease on them. Lifted truck, also not a, not a. You don't uh, want to mess with that. I don't see that and go, yeah, that's exactly who I want to pick a fight with. I don't see anybody and go, I want to pick a fight with that guy. Right. Um, I wouldn't pick a fight with anybody unless I knew I could win. In which case, it's probably like a, it's probably not anybody. I think I would lose most fights. I'd I'd, I'd be picking a fight with like a small child. I wouldn't know. In which case, I'd still lose, so I'd go to jail. They'd probably slam you down with their words. I would get, I'd either go to jail or I'd still lose the fight. And then I get to spend the rest of my life being like, man, that 10 year old kick your ass, bud. Oh my and I'd God. be like, I'd be like, you weren't there. You don't know. He was big for his age. Oh my God. He's a big bone kid. Okay. You don't hear big boned anymore. You don't hear big boned anymore. What happened to that? I don't know. Big bone used to be kind of okay. Was it? I mean, I had a couple of buddies in elementary school that were big. And people said they're big boned. I take it. Is that a real thing? I take it. Are people big boned? That's the thing. I take it literally. And whenever I'd hear that as a kid, I would think like, oh, they have bigger bones than me. Like literally. Right. I don't know. I don't know. But you don't hear that a lot lately. No, no, don't no. Hear, no. A, don't hear a big bone. <laughs> don't hear that. Maybe you can use it. Maybe you can still use that. Can you still use that? Uh, no. No. Yeah, I don't think you can. <laughs> I don't think you can. <laughs> huh? Well, the other thing is if you remember our episode where we talked about calling someone else a lover. Yeah. Not okay. 
Okay. Still not okay. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> Just don't do it. Well, Bargles, I feel like this week what it went by super fast since we last recorded. Since we last recorded, mobile presets have dropped on our website. What's a mobile preset? That's a really good question. Don't um, answer that. <laughs> they, they can Google it, right? No, we're going to talk about it a lot in today's episode. Not a lot, but we'll give you a little, a little taste. So that happened... It was a lot of, you know, planning and designing and it's a whole new product page on the website and I'm extremely, I'm just excited. I'm super excited and that is something new in our lives. It's true. As of last Friday. You did a bang up job on that. You did a bang up job. Thanks. It's a bang up job. Thank you. You banged it up. Job job is banged and thanks to anyone who has supported the presets i see you i hear you i appreciate you wow quick quick primer for the audience obviously you you probably can figure it out but if you don't know ariel's a photographer she created overlay presets that work with lightroom mobile it's an app that you can get on your phone for free download the app you can edit pictures with or without ariel's presets it's still a great photo editing app i mean hell there's a lot of photo editing apps out there Maybe you want to use Adobe. Adobe is a great company. Shout out to Adobe at Adobe hashtag Adobe. So, <laughs> hey, I'm a company man, you know, but just a regular guy. I enjoy beer. Maybe so every now and again, I will have a hard seltzer. But uh, you take Ariel Vey's presets, my dear wife, take her, please, as Rodney Dangerfield would say, take her, take her away. Okay. And then you get the presets, you put them in the app, you put them on your pick. Your pick looks great. Yeah, baby. Ta-da. Yeah. Ta-da, ta-done, moving right along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're a pro. So So that's what's new. That's what's new in the house. Lots of exterior work and being on the computer. That's all I got going on. Sounds great. Yeah. Sounds great. We're off to a great start this week. It's Tuesday. It's the best damn day of the week, given Friday. Really hard time. Yeah. You know, Friday's had a really, really good run for a long time. Friday's kind of like, I don't know. Who am I? What am I? What am I doing? Am I even a Friday anymore? Am I even, am I even part of the weekend anymore? I don't even know. Am I, I love just a an, good Saturday. Am I just a normal day? I mean, Friday's still Friday. Don't get me wrong. It still is what it is. Friday kind of seems like a little baby that doesn't know what it's doing. Fr- Friday is going through a really hard time right now, and we all need to be sympathetic towards Friday. But while Friday's having a hard time, we're all being sympathetic on Friday, let's honor and respect... That Tuesday is coming up, and it's coming up hard and fast. That's what and you gotta, she you gotta said. get get out of the way, or you will be knocked down by the power that is vested in Tuesday. <laughs> Best damn day of the week, if you ask me. Given Friday, a tough time. So, all that being said, one of the best reasons that Tuesday is so great. It's a new episode of the All About It podcast. You're listening to it right now. It premieres every Tuesday, as you are well well aware by by now, obviously, dear listener. So, it is this part of, part time of the show where you know I ramble on like a rambling man. I wear rambling jeans, and I, I drive a Rambler. And uh, what's today's episode all about? Oh wow! Today's episode is all about running a business. Q and A. Huh. Run, answer. running, and running, 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 running. So basically, running. I went on Instagram and I was like, what questions do you have, people of the internet, about photography and business and running a business, working with clients, uh, business during pandemic, uh, nothing's off limits. Nothing's off limits, okay? Fargles, I am shocketh at none of these questions. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> well, there are quite a few. There are quite a few. As you do, when you when you unveil a poll to it would your be a questions audience box. or a questions box, what have you, I'm always I'm never not surprised by the reaction because it's right. always it's always huge. It's always a huge reaction. But when you ask about business related stuff, especially nowadays. It definitely gets a bigger response. People are very curious about you and how you run your show and also, you know, how they can take some advice. I mean, you've kind of seen it. You've done it. But you're also still 
growing, learning, trying to get better, and trying to figure out where you are in the whole like landscape of the business world. It's never like, a, oh, you're done. You did it. You worked for this company, so I guess you, you've made it now and time to like, you know, hang up the coat. There is none of that. Right. It's like a constant. It's like being a baseball player. Just because you hit home runs one year, you're still a baseball player the year before and the year after. You got to keep on going up to the plate and keep on honing in on being a better baseball player. Right. Is that an okay metaphor? Sure. It's like anything. You got to keep just keep going. Keep keep doing it. I, I accept and halfway appreciate that with every metaphor and analogy that you'll ever use sports will always be involved and i'll Mm -hmm. always be annoyed so let's move on and i am telling you and i've had the time of my life i think it would be good if we got into some of these questions yeah let's do it because this is a q a this is going to be chock full is that what they say chocked full Mm -hmm. is it chalk or chalked chock full or is it caulked it's you know it's not that <laughs> you <laughs> you, gotcha. you know damn oh, dirty gotcha. well okay so let's start with some stuff that's maybe tech related so we can bust that out of the way get the get the sure. technology out of the way like so how to pre we already kind of talked about presets right uh some people aren't necessarily super tech savvy and hey Maybe I'm Bennett back here and again. Not that techie of a guy my whole life, but I've learned. I've learned some things. Yeah. But people want to know, are the presets only available for mobile? No desktop? Oh. <laughs> so, I'll, you want me to field that one? Sure, why not? You know the answer. Yeah. Ariel started selling desktop presets about a year ago. Yeah. Via the a color story marketplace. Correct. So, if you want... Love and if adore. You, if you want a... a great presets for your pictures but you're using adobe lightroom on or photoshop for that matter on a desktop you can do it check out the color story marketplace they have not just ariel's presets a ton of people's awesome presets like whatever style you want they probably got it or they will get it eventually so check it out so i just want to add on that the difference between desktop presets and mobile presets is that desktop presets are reserved for raw photos taken on an SLR camera mm-hmm. or a raw, uh, a raw formatted photo and if you're in if you're into photography you may know what I'm talking about it's .nef for Nikon and .cr2 file format for Canon and then my new mobile presets are specifically designed for JPEG photos Typically taken on an iPhone or Android. It's so great. Yeah. Everyone's taking pictures on their phone. And it's so fun to edit on a professional level on your phone. I mean, as much as you can. There's still limitations. But I feel like every few months, there's new advances in that area. There's more more abilities, more more capacities, more like overlap uh, of different apps growing and doing new stuff, doing more things. So if, if you are, like, you just started photography and you want to have a camera and you do all, you know, high format and the dark room and all that stuff, go for it. Right. But if you also just want to, like, take awesome pictures on a nice phone, you can do that. Yeah. It can totally be done. And you don't need to be, like, bashful or shameful. It's, like, it's beautiful stuff. You can get a really good finished product. I don't know if you can get that. Can you get that 300 DPI, though? Can you get that? Really, really real deal thing. Not no, yet. No, not on the not phone. Yet. Not on a phone yet. But eventually. Yeah. Eventually, it'll be just as well, I feel. Like, I feel like the way they're designing phones yeah, now. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Well, screw the phone. What kind of camera do you use? <laughs> screw the phone. I have a Canon 5D Mark IV, and I have a 24 to 105 millimeter lens. And the reason I like this lens is because I do a lot of different stuff at the same time. And while I am okay with switching lenses, it's fine. I just prefer to have the range and it's a great lens. And one that I'm looking into right now is a 200 millimeter zoom. So Ooh, for landscapes and yeah, whatnot. Landscapes. Oh, okay. so, I see what you're doing. I see where you're going with I that. say... 
I honestly just want to say that practicing with what you've got, and if that means your iPhone, that's what you've got, great. You have something to practice on. Just because you get a super expensive camera mm. or, a, or a starter camera, right? It, I truly feel like the quality of your photos is dependent on how much you practice shooting, not the equipment you have. Right. I think you could have a Canon Rebel. I don't know if that's what they still call it. Or a Canon 5D. Or whatever. Yeah, Canon 5D, Canon Rebel. Uh, in the SLR world, that's kind of low to medium range all the way up to, to nicer. And I just don't think that it's going to make a ginormous difference if you're working with commercial clients or doing like an editorial shoot then it's it's to the point where it's like okay you need to spend money to make money and invest in a nicer camera and i mean i it truly is one of those things where i've never really been a hundred percent bored on thinking that it really matters what kind of camera you have as long as it's an SLR. Right. So that's kind of my little well, spiel it, for it's that. It's also like when it comes to photography in general, you need a lot of good factors going your way. And you have control over most of them, I feel. Like depending on if you're inside or if you're outside or if you're in a studio, either way, lighting is important. Yeah. Composition's important. Framing is important. Subject is important. The rule of threes. Like there's certain things that you can have in your back pocket. So no matter where you are, or what you're working with, you still have some ideas that you can go off of. And yeah. then on top of that, when you're editing photography, I mean, a lot, maybe you can take a perfect picture and you don't have to tweak it at all. I don't think that's how it works these days. I mean, there is like a trend where you don't really edit that much and it's very like minimal. But I, I get it. I, I appreciate it. Right. Um, but that's like you got there's I've, Photoshop and Lightroom I've, and so yeah, many different yeah. ways to just like tweak the shadows and the highlights and the lowlights and, and make the picture the best that it could be. I was so conditioned in school. I went to the Art Institute of Seattle, by the way, which may rest in peace. <laughs> I, I was conditioned there to I was encouraged to use Photoshop and I was taught Photoshop in school. I'm self-taught in Lightroom, but what we started out with was large format photography right which at first i was like in tears trying to lug around this giant piece of equipment around downtown seattle by myself and setting up the thing and putting in the film and taking the polaroid and then putting in the real film and then taking the shot and it's like literally picture one of those like cameras from the early 1900s where people had to go under the blanket mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it looks upside down to you when you're taking the picture. But when you put it in the dark room, it's it's all good. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I've been in the dark room. I've done like dodging and burning in a dark room with black and white photos. And that's how I first learned how to edit. So I, that's editing. I totally it's been a thing for a long time. Whether you're in the dark room or you're in Lightroom and on your computer. It just depends on how you want to express yourself and right. what whatever that means i think is beautiful well that's the other trick too when it comes to i mean we're kind of going off the question script but i just think it's a good thing to, to mention that and people forget like your art is only as good as you are passionate about it yeah like you could be really well trained but if you don't care and if you're not trying to like grow and learn and use you know every stone uncover every stone every resource try it out test it out i see you testing out apps and testing out different tools in every software to just see what it's like yeah. you know you already know how to do what you do but if you go back even just a couple years your style was different the look and feel of your pictures was different and not to say it was bad and now it's good it's always just a... Uh, it's evolving. Yeah, it's evolving, just like you. So it's always representing who you are in that moment. And who you are in that moment is about figuring out more. Figure and, yeah. and growing and learning. So that comes through. Yeah, and nobody stays the exact same forever. So well, it's kind of a reflection of, you know... Unless you're like perfect and you're like a, you know, a David LaChapelle or like a... 
Uh, oh another God. like a famous like an Annie uh, Leibovitz. It's like right. you do the one thing and you you've been doing that one thing so perfect. But still, when she started, I'm sure her work looks different from what it is now. Oh yeah, of course. You know, you mm-hmm. know how it goes, guys. <laughs> how do you create an excellent feed? Tips, please. I first thank you for the compliment. Yeah, thank you yeah, for the compliment. <laughs> That's not the compliment. It's a compliment. So thank you for the compliment. Thank you. Um, <laughs> You threw me off with that. It's excellent. It's excellent. Um, I use a program where you can lay out your Instagram grid. I'm actually, it's ironic because right now the program I was using called Unum, it's it's updated and it's different and it's throwing some curveballs at me and I'm not into it anymore. It's charging money now, huh? Charging money. Well, I mean, they should be. Every Full other, disclosure. Yeah, yeah, every other app does now. I just have to pick the one that I want to stick with and pay for because it is part of my job and I have to invest in it. So Planoly, Unum, there's there's others. If you just search grid or um, Instagram planning into the app store, there's multiple apps. A color story has grid planning that you can use. So I use something like that and I just, I keep using my same presets that all kind of have that same vibe, but they're all different in their own way. So that's, I mean, I've been on Instagram since 2010 and I've, I've learned over time what I, what I like to do. And it's definitely a preference thing, you know? Mm. You mentioned Planoly, you mentioned a color story. Unum. Unum. Um, What other free apps do you think are best for editing photos? I would say super user-friendly and just fun to use as a color story. Mm. I've always loved them. And you can edit video, which is what I use it for most of the time. Is that in a color story? Is that yeah. the film app? You Both. A color story does film and so does film, the app film. Right. Uh, but Lightroom mobile and it's not called lightroom mobile exactly it's called adobe lightroom photo editor and when i was making the pdf installation guide for our mobile presets i learned that that's what it was called i thought it was just called lightroom mobile the whole time which i think it is if you search for it in in the app store yeah it'll come up tiff tiff for potato you know (laughs) right so Lightroom Mobile is, I think, the most, I mean, you just get the most dynamic edits. And it's what my presets are compatible with, and it's what I love to use. You get to load in as many albums and pictures as you want, and you can keep working on them. Once you apply a preset to a picture, it stays that way automatically. You don't have to go back and do it again. It just saves it like that in your library, so it's really convenient. And you can copy and paste settings, which means that if you edited a certain photo and you want to apply those same settings to another one, you can copy and paste. And it's just really, it's so convenient and easy to use once you get the hang of it. Well, Adobe. Yeah, it's Adobe. If you don't know about Adobe by now, I mean, it's just go, go check it out. It's basically the, the hub for anyone that's in video production photography graphic design they have all the programs that you would want to use on your computer or your phone to do all that kind of stuff we went to uh the adobe headquarters one of them in san francisco in january of this year we got to check that out we've talked about a little bit on the show when we we were doing it and it's just amazing the setup that they got and their the passion that they have to innovate in all the things that you just mentioned, plus music uh, editing software oh, yeah. and all yeah. kinds of stuff. And they're pushing the boundary on all, all manners of creative outlets. And so they're trustworthy. They're trustworthy. Absolutely. They, that app is not done. It's never done. Yeah. They will continue to and find same with ways all the desktop programs. to innovate and change. It change. Every year it gets upgraded. Every year Photoshop has got, if you can imagine, the tens of thousands of things you can do on Photoshop every year, you can do more. So they, it's, it, I remember in high school, Photoshop was like, you can do whatever you want. You can do it all. I learned on CS2, which was 
I mean, pretty early on. I don't even know if that, that means. I don't see it. One of the, I mean, if you're gonna think about early Photoshop, it's it's up there <laughs> in high school. So they know what they're doing. Interesting stuff. Okay. Well, why don't we move away from the tech? It's still somewhat tech related, but tech related, because we uh, we live in a technocracy. We live in a technological uh, world there, and so there will be some techie-related stuff. But how does being an entrepreneur work for you? Can I admit something? Can I can I admit to you what I think you're yeah. about to admit? Yeah. You don't know what an entrepreneur is. It's not even... I think I know exactly... So what were you going to say? I, I was going to admit that I... First of all, I don't think that I am one. Mm. And second of all, I truly don't know the actual dictionary definition. Of an entrepreneur. Do you want me to give it to you? Yeah, I want to, I actually want to know. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, know what it, I know what it means in the shorthand. Like colloquially, like I kind of yeah, get Yeah, I get it. I get what it means. Like but a mover I, and a shaker kind of guy. Yeah. And they do a lot of different ventures that makes makes money, right? That sentence was... That's uh, that's Siri helping us out there with entrepreneur. the. So, entrep- an entrepreneur uh, is a person who organizes and operates a business or businesses, taking on greater than normal financial risks in order to do so. Okay, well, all right, Google. So it's it sounds like it's kind of like the Daddy Warbucks. It's the money person. That's that's the vibe that I get. It sounds like it's like almost like venture capitalism the way like that they mention. Like I think mention. of like Mark Cuban is an entrepreneur. Yeah, like an entrepreneur is someone that takes their money, they invest it into a business, and then that business like they have a percentage equity uh, stake in that yeah. business. That's and that's uh, that's not what we do. That's not no. who you are. So that that's kind of a, a misconception. Um, It'd be nice to say like, yeah, you are an entrepreneur. You're, I'd say you're entrepreneurial. I'd say it yeah. more like that. Like you are interested in, you know, having eventually maybe some, uh, I mean, we talk about like, wouldn't it be great if one day we're co-owners of like a restaurant? We know people that are co-owners <laughs> of a restaurant or co-owners of a coffee shop. And right. we think it's really cool, but it requires a tremendous amount of money that we don't have. And the, you know, it's like responsibility. You have a level of responsibility. It's re- absolute financial risk. That's part of it. Totally. Especially look at this year. I mean, depending on where yeah. you had your money, if you were an entrepreneur, you saw in some cases it really worked out for you during this whole lockdown kind of economic fallout situation. It worked out really well for some people and it worked out very poorly for some people. So yeah. where was your money, entrepreneur? Did it work out? Well, either way, you're an entrepreneur. So you were okay with the uh, risk you're probably already finding something else yeah and you're also you probably already did a serial entrepreneur is a term that i've heard a bunch this year which is oh i have a ton of money and i have it all over town and it's working for me everywhere so and when i wake up i'm a hundred thousand dollars richer well i I don't know about all that (laughs) but so i kind of i get the i definitely get the question yeah because it does seem like you're doing a lot of different things and that i think is what for me, when I think about an entrepreneur, it's like, oh, they're doing a bunch of different things to make money. But, and that's like entrepreneurial, like, oh, you, you, you know, you're doing this job over here and then you're doing this job over there or you have this product. You know what I mean? Like, But it all goes toward the same thing, which is the company that's under my name. Over the course of the past, what year is it? 2020? Okay, so 2010. Ten years ago, I was shooting weddings for roughly five to seven hundred dollars per wedding. Per wedding, right? Um, Slam and deal, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> no, for at the people the, for the people that got at the your time, weddings for that price at the <laughs> time and starting out, I was elated. Like, I was like, "You're gonna give me that much money to do this?" And I only have to work for 17 hours. Uh, it would have been well, more than that. Well, no, 17 hours in person, you know, because you're, oh, oh. you're there, uh, you're there in the morning. Average is 12. I don't buy that. 
Okay. I've, I've been to these weddings with you to, into the second shoot. Right. We would get there in the morning because that's when people and are starting to pre-funk. Like and then we would be leaving when they're done dancing, which is at like midnight. Yeah. It'd be a full, All right. yeah. beyond a full right. day. And it'd then double. the editing takes... A few weeks. A few weeks. So right. anyway, that's beside the point. That is first word of mouth. And, and word of mouth... Every friend's you, wedding. Right. Every family you, member. You have to make sure of something. And it's that you're punctual and you're nice. Punctual? Punctual. There we go. And I thought I said punctual first. <laughs> punctual. <laughs> you get back to people quickly. You exceed their expectations. You want people to brag about what you did for them. That, that is... Uh... You want people to talk about you. Uh, just got chills. So... My whole thing is like, first, make sure that that is your foundation, that you're just a good, just be a, just be a good worker. Just be a great communicator, (laughs) communicate your expectations back and forth, deliver amazing communication. When you can't deliver a great product, what can you do? Deliver great communication. And when you're starting out, I always say over deliver. Mm hmm. Yeah. Or do something for free if you need to. If it's like an exceptional opportunity. I can't count how many times I've done work for free just so I could get my foot in the door with someone. Or it's because it was a, a client that I really, really wanted to eventually have pay me one day because it do. was a dream client. Like there are so many ways to put yourself out there. And it's it's all based in fear when you don't want to do it. And I've been there. I've been there. I think a lot of times when you make an agreement with someone to do work, um, it, it feels like you need to do exactly that agreement and you have to do more yeah. than the agreement. Yeah. And if you're feeling like it sucks and you're like, wow, this is going horribly and I hate this and it's a lot of work and I'm feels like I'm learn, learning a lot of lessons, like you're in the right place. Mm-hmm. Like just keep doing that. Keep going. The client could be uh, rude. The money could be low. You have to do literally twice as many hours as you thought. That because was, you thought Because you thought yeah. wrong. You thought wrong. And now you have to make up for it. You didn't get the picture of grandma. Yep. And there is no redo. Yeah. So you didn't get grandma booby. You didn't <laughs> get the picture of grandma booby. And now you just have booby? to. I don't know. And Literally you, booby. Whatever. Whatever. You know, gra- grandma poopy. I don't know. Whatever. Oh. Booby. Oh, grandma B, grandma P. Whatever. You didn't get it. Sorry. What can you do? I guess. Oh, well, you know what? Here's better luck. Thing. No. It, what happens is you get better yeah. through all of that. And every time, I mean, you've fallen down and have been knocked up, uh, you know, at mul- several times, a bunch of times over the years. And it's not fun. It's not like, oh, big deal. Well, at least I get, at least I got paid. We'll move on to the next one. It's not like that ever. At least not in my, not in this house. I was gonna say not in my house, but not in this house. Where like, no, we want everyone to be. For for the past ten years that I've ever seen you do work with a client, it's unacceptable for them not to be beyond satisfied, to the point of, the nth degree. So you need to get deliver more than what's expected communicate like they've never communicated with someone before like you are beyond punctual beyond on time and that's even all the things i'm saying is like should maybe sound redundant like that's all a starting point for how you should be properly managing a business how you should be managing your own self-respect like if you want to do this there's only one my my father used to say there's only one way to do things it's the right way yeah even if you're going to sell drugs no. Nope. Then, then go and be a really great drug dealer. We don't condone that here at all about it. We do not. Please do not. Unless it's legal, in which case, hey, deal with the state. But <laughs> I, w- I will say this. Do something well. What's the point of doing something poorly? You know, d- if you're doing something well, then that, that it, it starts to build itself. Right. I have a tip for starting out. If you take on a job that is less than what you think you should be paid and it's the same amount of work as something where you would get paid more you have to show up for that job that you agreed to do for less money you cannot half-ass that job and if something's free like you're agreeing to do something for free 
you have to give it all you've got just like you would a really good paying job yeah because people talk they're gonna talk about you and they're gonna talk about how great you were okay i also look at it like you know that pressure bursts pipes or pressure makes diamonds never heard that in my life you you (laughs) if you can't deal with it then you'll never be able to deal with it it's better to just get good at dealing with it what is it it is the the times when things aren't working out exactly as planned every contract as a photographer that you sign typically i mean if you do work with uh you know do wedding photography and i can't speak to you know the whole photography industry i can only speak to what we've accomplished and who we've worked with but i i look at it like every contract that we've signed says there's room for problems there's room for us to say hey we don't like this do it again Mm -hmm. and so you don't take that personally when they want to see something else instead you give them more so if you already kind of know that they want more then do more and you already have it yeah and then you have the more when they ask for it it's already done so at least then you're developing this language this uh thick skin you're not taking things personally yeah and also when you work in a creative field what you might think is good and acceptable and looks great and you worked really hard on it someone else might think the opposite so you got to be ready for anything. Right. They could see, they can't see what you see. Yeah. You see all of, you know, A, B, C, D. Well, they see one, two, three, four. Which so. is why communication is key. <laughs> right. Do you have any marketing tips for photographers and how to get started working online? I've learned so much about marketing this entire time I've been doing photography online. I didn't expect to learn as much as, as, much as I have But I will say that more recently, and I don't know what happened, but one day I really dove into Pinterest and added all of our, you know, products from the print shop a long, longer time ago. But more recently, I checked it and the impressions were more than I could ever imagine. Like, why are there so many impressions on these product links to our website? And I've been building up more of a more, I guess I've been building up my profile on Pinterest basically. And that has helped so much whenever I, and this happens a lot, whenever I find a company on Instagram that reposted a photo of mine with no image credit. They found it on Pinterest. They found it on Pinterest and they apologize and they're like, we didn't know it was your photo. Well, it's because Pinterest is an amazing tool for businesses that need uh, like found content. That or is public, where people go public to domain get content photos. To like reshare yes, and repost yes. and get inspiration for so, their textiles and designs. Pinterest is where it's at. Yeah. So basically I know that Pinterest can be kind of a, I feel like it's, I feel like it's back. It's, it's back in the back corner, but people, but it, it actually is a really useful tool. It seems like it's hard to know what it's for. It's, it's hard to know like not, how big of an impact it has. It it's is just, a search engine. It's not right, social media. Right. So keep that in mind. And I would, if you're having a hard time with marketing or figuring out Pinterest, just go to YouTube and search for pinterest marketing strategies and i swear to god you're going to find so many videos that will help you oh, there, there are people with beyond full-time jobs that work way harder than this household and all they do monday through monday is pinterest related stuff oh yeah they're working their their t's and their b's and their p's off okay another thing i have to add <laughs> before we move on to the next question is on instagram You have to, first of all, give yourself a little bit of grace because I know it can be, and I know that Bargles doesn't like this word, it can be overwhelming Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. someone who's first starting out, don't you think, with a business on Instagram? Yeah, I mean, it's tough. I would say one of the number one tips I have for you is being as personable and 
consistent as possible. And whatever that means, like whether you are a local food delivery service or you have a whiskey company or you're just wanting to maybe break into the influencer marketing space, be super consistent with what you love to do and post the things that you would want to promote eventually. Mm -hmm. Because those are the things that if you love it and you love sharing it and you want to create a community around that, if you start with that, it's what you're going to end up doing in the long run. Right. And there's, there is no way that you're going to make the process go faster. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the process is the process and it's going to happen when it happens. Yeah. You can't, I don't, I mean, I don't know. And I'm not an expert by any means, but from my perspective, what I've seen and I've seen a lot of accounts grow. I've seen a lot of accounts fall off and they're still posting and they're the quality of the content isn't necessarily the factor. I think it's staying in your lane yeah. is so important. Just be who you be who you are. Do what you love to do, even if it costs you money. And and that's going to be what's viable or not. If it's not viable, you can't like force an omelet on someone that doesn't eat eggs. You can't do it. You can't just try to be what someone else. You can't do what someone else is doing and just you you're doing it because you want to be like them. And then it just happens for you the way it's happening for them. Your challenge will be bigger than any challenge you could possibly understand if you're going to go that route. Instead, if you go your way, find the thing that drives you, makes you happy. There is a light at the end of the tunnel where eventually, I truly believe this, you will come to a place and you won't even know it you, when you pass the threshold. You'll just be in it where, it, yeah. where you, are, you are solvent you are, my, my dad Jerry would say you're flush, meaning like you are making your rent doing what you love to do and yeah. you're doing it your style, not someone else's style, not on somebody else's, you know, time, although everything is on someone else's time. You need clients and you need people, you know, you, money doesn't grow on trees and you got to be respectful and all that stuff, but you're doing it your way. And here's the other great lesson. Although we're in an economic downturn and although there's a lot of factors out there that make it more not make it more challenging to be starting a business or running a business the money is the same out there yeah in your field it's there it's waiting for you it wants you to be yeah. successful the, this this country we it wants us to be successful as much as we want to you know, we can, the, all the narratives are different. Everything keeps changing, but I have seen this work that you need to believe, believe that you and what you do, what you're passionate about is worth it, worth your time, worth your energy. And it's going to take a long time to get to where you need to get to, but it's possible. Yeah. And I, I get a lot of, how do I start? Is it a good time to start? It's like, just start if you want it you're gonna find a way to start you'll you'll there's start nothing, there's nothing to wait for there's no reason to wait yeah. there's no reason to wait you only have the one life and guess what yeah. i don't care if you're 14 or if you're in your 50s it doesn't matter and you know what i could have i could have worked on and released mobile presets in april may june years July, ago years, years from now ago. but guess what it with my timing and the way that my life and work has panned out this year it happened in august and that's okay right and it's perfectly fine the way it is the the stutter start thing is real yeah it's not even starting the business it's if you already have something going and you want to start something new within your thing like launching a new product is terrifying but well, you have to do it because what what do you have to lose Right. Time? Could, that could suck, but... Sp speaking of <laughs> pandemic, kidding. great question. How has COVID affected your business, good or bad? And what lessons have you learned about your business during COVID? It's a pretty personal question, I think. 
I want to hear what you think, Bargles, because you're you are kind of the numbers guy, but you also manage a lot for us. I just I want to hear your take on this one first. Well, I'll put it this way. Um, let's talk volume of jobs. Sure. Versus twenty. 17, 18, 19, 20. Sure. Just, the no, just talking strictly numbers. Your following count has gone up over those years, but it hasn't, the, the jump up has gone down the past year. Like your growth has gone down. But the, the volume of work you've done has consistently gone up. You would think that during this time that businesses and brands would be doing less marketing. It actually makes sense to be doing more commercial marketing in the influencer space. It's just the way, I mean, think about it. It's, it's, it makes a lot of sense that companies would be spending more money and more time uh, on influencer marketing in general. So that's kind of part of it. The other side of it is remote commercial photography which is a part of the business which doesn't get a whole lot of buzz and it's not the super sexy attractive thing that we talk about a lot or but we do photography work for companies that you would never know about that end up for their marketing purposes or their product lines and that's not something you post about or we talk about but we do that and it, and they can send products here we don't interact with anyone we shoot the products or we shoot the idea, we get the concept and we work with the client and we deliver them a portfolio of photography and video work and drone work and all that stuff. Yeah, and because we haven't been able to go shoot somewhere or most photographers haven't been able to go to a studio like they normally do, like a lot of remote photography has taken place in a home or whatever, but there's also the print shop and... What would you say about the print shop in terms of this year? The print shop has done well. Question. I think an answer to a lot of these questions. I have, I have one more question here, and then we'll have to wrap it up. But I think to answer some of the questions that we aren't going to share, um, sometimes all we see is like the tip of the iceberg, if we want to use that metaphor analogy That's what she said you see a snapshot into someone's life yeah and you make a lot of assumptions a lot of judgments you know it's human it's a very natural thing to do no one ever really knows how someone else came to be who they are how they are i mean unless you follow along for a really long time and hey if you've been following along for a long time then you already know the score you already know uh whether it's worth it or not for you to respect you know what someone has going on that's what it's really all about so Everything takes a ton of time to figure itself out. Every business, every good idea, nothing happens overnight, except for Tesla and Apple stock uh, splitting their shares uh, today. So if you had oh, that, that was, that was yesterday, rather, because going on to Monday. But everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. It takes a lot of time, and you got to be patient. And it's not, these aren't words. It's literally, it's a, it'll be painful. It has to be. Because there are people that want it bad. They want to have the freedom. They want to be able to do what they want to do. We're one of them. And we're going to work as hard as we possibly can every opportunity that we can, past, present, and future. That's ne and we're getting better at it. That's the, that's the fun part to me is like we're getting better at it too, I think. I know, I, I know my, my personal photography skills, I went from being a novice five, six years ago to like, give me any camera, give me any editing software, and I'll run circles around someone that probably went to school for it, and I won't even know what I'm doing. Oh my God, you really oh, think so? Absolutely. I won't know like the technical, like, oh, well, this is the set, you know, the dot, dot, dot. I can't even say the terminology because I don't even know the terminology, but I, I, you know, I, can, I can figure it out. It's like, I can't read it, but I can speak it. You know what I mean? I can't, I can't read your sure. language, but I can speak it. Sure, kind of like Lord of the Rings people. That's right. That's right. So the last question of the show I thought was a very important one. How about how's this? Have you ever had a client that you felt was not a good match for you? How do you say no? Doesn't it depend on if you can afford it or not? If you can afford to say no to a client? Yeah. 
I don't believe in saying no. I don't. Why would you say no to somebody? We do it sometimes. I mean, I, I yeah, but I, eh, do we though? Yeah. I don't think we do. We just did last week. We did. <laughs> about what it was sure. something it was something where you would have had to have taken my picture up close remember oh and it did not make sense at the time sure it wasn't really like a, a direct email being like is it yes or is it no it was like do we want to apply for it sometimes there's things where we apply for them through certain uh what do you call them why am i having a brain fart well, there's what uh, platforms yeah different platforms and pr groups that reach yeah. out sure yeah so that answers another question of how, how do you get work how do you go and get the work and the short answer like you kind of mentioned is um we really don't that we've worked with a ton of great people over the years and we continue to work with these people we don't have a booking manager or agent or anything like that but we just have a lot of contacts and we meet new contacts every day via email. E- people email Ariel and have a question about a project, and we always want to make it work. Yeah. There's never been a project ever, no matter what the product, <laughs> no matter what the budget, no matter what the time, that we don't want to make it work because we appreciate someone taking the time to reach out so much. It's beyond – it's the highest, but, it's yeah. the highest level of gratitude – when someone oh, totally. when someone does that yeah. so it's like hey i'm you know in some cases it's not going to work out and there's a way you go through that that's a process it's part of it it's not going to work out because of x y and z okay but we're going to do everything we can to make it work out because we know that we can bring value to your company just like your company can bring value to our life either through the payment of the job or the relationship i mean it's some jobs the budget is 0 dollars and we treat it the same as a job with a ten thousand dollar budget. Yeah, it's we the talked same about thing. that earlier. It's the same thing. Yeah, you don't change because if you accept it and you committed to saying yes, then you have you have to show up. Right. You accepted it. Hey, are you playing for the Yankees? Or are you in the minor leagues? Aren't you still trying to hit home runs? I don't like either. I know because I don't it's like a baseball. But I think someone out there is like, "Whoa, yeah, I, you know, I think we got you the hey, first." Yeah, gate hey, grand slam all the way, man! We, we, Home run, pitch it here, God, pitch it up, foul ball. So we wait. What, wait, what was tuning in? Today, wait, 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 so. wait, 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 really quick. What was <laughs> that question? Was how do you say no? no how, yeah, how do you say it? How do you say no? How do you say it? It depends on the client and the and the. So the, your your brief answer earlier was, I don't think you should say no unless you can afford to say no. Here's the thing. So how much money do you need to have to be able to say no? I mean, that's if a, you that's are relative. booked solid and you literally don't have one spare slot in your schedule to have this job work for you, then why say no? I Did look, I say that backwards? No, no, no. If you if you say no to work in 2020, in this is now we're getting September. It's September 1st, everybody. Um, and I apologize for that. Um, I know, right? It's just the God, way it I'm is. So sorry. I can't, I'm not a chronologist. So I can't control the flow of time. If you're planning, I'm not father time. If, if I was, yeah. I would. I would do us all a favor, and I'd take us back to. People are getting Halloween costumes. I'd, I would take us back to a time when I don't even know when, but. Definitely be not now. But exactly two years ago when I was swimming in Capri. <laughs> if you have a client and you're having problems with the client and you're thinking you should say no, then you should probably say no. Or if someone approaches you and they're like, hey, I want you to do this thing for me for $20 and it's a thing you would normally charge like $500 for, then tell them that you... <laughs> you can't afford to make that work with your schedule because it's too much time spent for too little of a return. Right. What's wrong with negotiating? Everyone negotiates. If someone says, this is what I, this is my budget, you should never be like, okay, can I do it for that? Can I not do it for that? I can't do it for that. So the answer is no. That's, and I think we started there years yeah. and years ago. We started there. And then we flirted with, what if we asked for yeah. What if we ask for like a hundred more bucks? It's just a hundred bucks. But then it's like, oh, is asking for a hundred more dollars petty? 
And then it's like, well, who's really petty then? Is are we petty or are they petty for Such not doing? It's like what a waste of time. Don't take it personally and just ask for what you want. You only get questions or you you only get answers to the questions that you ask. So if they say, hey, my budget's five hundred and you'd rather get, get paid seven fifty, ask for seven fifty. Yeah. They'll be like, hey, maybe we can do five eighty, and you go, good, I'll do five eighty, and you and you both get to feel like. A sense of accomplishment through the negotiation process. Something that I think is a good, I guess, line to use if it's someone that you're kind of on the fence with working with and they don't have the budget, you say it doesn't work for your schedule because it doesn't. It doesn't work for your time that you need to spend on that job. It doesn't work and that's fine. Right. The only, the only flip would be then they'll go like, okay, then let me know when that does work for your schedule. You know what I mean? And then you don't. (laughs) Like that's kind of a (laughs) That's kind of a slippery slope. It's best just be honest. People respect honesty. As long as it's quick feedback, quick response, you know, respect the person's email, respond back and don't BS yourself and don't BS them. Know your worth. And that's what's kind of tricky is figuring out what that is. Yeah. And in the in the early s- stages, I'd s- tell you this: your worth is not much. Be okay with that. Don't take it personally. It's just the way it is. I you, think I think the schedule thing is a good answer because because oh I would love to do it, but I, my schedule doesn't work. Well, then be like, well, when does your schedule work? And now you just screwed yourself into doing well, a job. What's the for line under that the rate. we use that I'm trying to think of then? What when when the when the rate for the job is too low and we're too busy during that time, yes, yes. then the response to that is, uh, I mean, we tell them the rate that we want to do it for because of, you know, and we give them the rationale. Right. You know, different times of year deserve a different rate for different Absolutely. services. I mean, different Absolutely. times. If you're busy, that's one rate. If you're not busy, should not be the same rate. Like if you're if you got a wide open schedule, it's like that rate should come down on whatever you're doing. You got nothing right. but time. For go example, and, go and do it. for example, if you're a maker on Etsy or whatever, and you have a really really big busy Black Friday weekend, but you also have a client who you work with doing other stuff mm-hmm. on a regular basis, right. it is not out of the question to be like, this is my, I have a busy season. Right. And prep them for that. That's okay. So I'll tell you, I think that, I mean, honestly, I think people tuned in today to hear a lot of answers from you on some of these questions. And I think they maybe got a few more answers from Bargles than they originally yeah, I think intended. You, uh, I think you really covered your bases on that one. You know, so we'll have to tune in next week for uh, Ariel's answers. No, we're doing a different topic next week. Don't Thank worry. God. Don't worry. We will have a new episode for you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. And also, we've got a little we've got a little uh, thing to fill you in on. If you leave a rating or a review, actually both, you have to do both for this one. <laughs> what? If you leave a rating and a review on our show, you're in the running to get my mobile preset collection pack. Wow. Okay. For free. For free.com. It's eighty nine dollars online. Retail. Retail. So. Go leave a rating or a review if you haven't yet. We really, we sincerely appreciate it. And I can't even explain to you how much it helps our show reach more people. And we love you for it. So to be clear, we're going to mention every episode, the month of September. So today, September September 1st, 1st, baby. Okay. If you leave us, if you give us a rating or review this month, if you haven't, if you have already, hey, big ups to you. We appreciate you. Maybe you want to print. If you haven't given us a rating or review, we would appreciate if you did so. You'll be in the running for the preset collection pack. We're going to give away four. Oh, okay. One <laughs> for every week. One for yes. every episode. So, so, hey, if you want to do it now, go do it now. If you want to do it uh, on September 36th, go do it oh, on September 36th. I was just going to say, we will. this will run from September 1st to September 30th and on the episode that will fall on October 6th we will announce the winners all four so you have to pay attention to the show yeah well I guess not every show I guess just this one (laughs) well just this one and then that one yeah 
Anyway, regardless, uh, we maybe we shouldn't do it. Maybe maybe we're no, bad we're business. gonna no we're no bad, no 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 bad for business. No no no, we're gonna do we're gonna do the giveaway. Four people will win. Make sure you enter because your chances are high. When can we have a t-shirt? I want to give away t-shirts. We will eventually. We got t-shirts. Thank yet? you for listening. Follow us on Instagram at All About It Podcast. And if you have any questions, as always, if you want unsolicited advice on the podcast, you will be anonymous. All About It Podcast at gmail.com. and we. Till next time. Next Tuesday. Bye.